Welcome to the Fresh Delivery Show, a show about anything and everything and all that you need to know about pop culture, current events, relationships, travel, music, and entertainment. And it features candid conversation with co-hosts and audience. If this is your first time checking us out, you can download us on the Anchor app. But now you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and now Spotify. I'm your host, Diesel, a.k.a. Shaolin Fantastic. And we got the Grand Booba. And then we got the Fox. Yo, the Cotton Man already back again. And we got a special guest. We got Ron Walker. What's up? What's up, everyone? How's everyone doing? I'm doing great, man. Wish it was like Straight Friday. Chilling, it's a good man. Night, man. I'm feeling good. Yeah, it wish does. It. I feel like it feels like a Friday to me. I wish it was Friday. <laughs> it do. It, it feels like a Monday night to me. Yeah, that is true. That is true. So tonight's episode is called "One Man's Comedy Is Another Man's Insanity." But first, before we get into that, we got a caller, uh, someone who actually called before and actually requested for specific co-hosts to be on the show. So let's check out that call right now. What's going on, Fresh Liberty Show? This is your boy D calling from Boston. Just want to give you an update on my situation that I had a couple months ago when I was in a talking stage with this individual, you know, this woman in particular. And, you know, she wasn't giving me the time of day. She had that guard, but you know, I can finally say that I broke that guard. I can call my girlfriend. And I'm very, very ecstatic, very, very happy having someone that I can talk to every day about her. I can say I definitely love her, you know. She loves me back, you know, she told, you know, she told me that. But I have a question. And the question is, how come the man has to be the first one to say I love you to a woman? Like, how come it can't be, you know, vice versa? How come the woman can't say it? I feel like, you know, women in this generation, you know, being, you know, the 24, 25, 26, you know, age range, they have a lot of pride and they want to hear from the man. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like, if you love someone, like, how come, like, you have to, like, keep it inside why you can't express it right away? So that was my question, and I want to hear your thoughts about it. Appreciate it. And good looks on the voice note, but dang, bro. Are you getting married? Is she pregnant? Right, congratulations. Right, congrats. I mean, you know, that's definitely cool that we have a recur- reoccurring caller expressing us he finally got the girl. He followed our advice. So, <laughs> so his question was, in a typical relationship between a man and a woman, I know it's 2018, we got to share the wealth, but we're just talking about heterosexual. <laughs> but men and women, why is it typically harder for a woman to express or to even say I love you first? I mean, we'll go with you, Fox. I mean, you're the lady on the show, so. I, w- I was listening to that and I was thinking that they, we we do say it first a lot. We do say it first a lot. And is that for real though? Yeah, and oftentimes I think that because we sometimes, on the whole. Um, Women can become more emotionally attached, uh, especially if there's been, you know, like if you if you're physical, then you can be way more emotionally attached than your counterpart at the beginning, and so you try and hold back a little bit to just make sure that. But why? Because it 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 can turn people off to know that 
you're in two different levels of liking someone. You know, like, oh, she loves me, so now, you know, if you're not in the same place, then that can be off-putting. But I guess from his perspective, the way he's explaining it is like, why is He it? sounds like he's tired, that he had to do everything. He had to, like, break down her walls, break down her barriers, and then, like, get her, you know... Because I do remember the caller, and I'm, I'm happy that it worked out. That was but actually on the episode feeling, you were on, right? Yeah, if you're feeling resentful, you know that you continue have to like put yourself first. Then think about if you're, if she's reciprocating the same feel, the feelings, you know, in the same way. You don't have to justify it to us that she loves you back and that, you know, everything. We love it. If you like it, I love it. Then you know, keep keep it going. But if if you feel that you love her. Don't look at it like, why didn't you send it back to me? Or why didn't you send it to me first? You know, love is a, yeah. it should evolve organically. Hmm. <laughs> All the guys are like, oh, yeah. I don't know, because I feel like we do want to say I love you. But at the same time, I just feel like women have a hard time dealing with their emotions. So they're trying to get their emotions figured out. So that's just my opinion. <laughs> That's my opinion. The reactions on faces right now. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Trouble controlling our emotions? No, we are way in tune with our emotions. And so yeah. oftentimes we sense some things and can read into actions and words that may not be sustainable for the long term, which would may lead us to feel like we are in love or in those feelings of like if this if you're being genuine and this continued in the long haul then i do love you you know and so you can put the cart before the horse so so let me ask you so this so let me ask you this um do girls like good guys or do they like bad boys it depends on how old you are good i mean good guys typically finish last Right? Not entirely. They just take longer to finish the race. That's not even entirely true. I say, man, because I was a, a good guy for the most part. You know what I'm saying? Growing up, and uh, you know, I've had my fair share of fun. So um, it all depends on how. Like, you can be a good guy, just don't be a sucker. I mean, yeah. typically, good guy means like you don't get in trouble and you're like Mr. Virgin. <laughs> to me, oh, to good me, guy. You know, like you're not you're not sleeping around. You're not. You're not entertaining the idea nah, of, nah, nah, or, nah, or you're nah, very chivalrous, or you know, you're you're just a mild-mannered, good person. <laughs> Clark Kent, <laughs> you know. But my thing is like, why is it that women are looking for that, but then in turn they're like, uh, that's too nice. You know, I kind of need like a guy that's rough around the edges a little bit. I don't, I don't know. I'm just asking because they're indecisive goes back to what I said earlier. No, we want that aggressive. You want, you want someone to be you able to Tupac. be aggressive for you when it comes to wanting you and desiring you and like being willing to go, you know, do things for you as far as like put themselves so, out there or, you know, so, you want that aggression in that type of way. So you're, you want, you're, you don't want mild mannered all the time when it comes to like liking me. No, be aggressive with it. You like me, like me a lot. So you're kind of going back on what you said earlier about the man saying, I love you first. Can you say if he has to be aggressive that he wants you, then he has to kind of say, I love you first, doesn't he? If we're going with that mm, same thing. That's true. Touche. So if that's the case, I guess women really aren't the ones who say, I love you first. But I didn't say that you guys... Well, <laughs> no, I'm saying that women have said, well... 
what age. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like maybe they've learned over time. So 14? because at the beginning, yeah, when you're younger, maybe the the girl is saying it when they're younger. But as you get older, you just kind of pace it out. You know that that boys lie, men lie, and they be, you know, taking advantage. So. You just wait it out. See see if something shakes out of whatever you're doing. So it's really based on your perception. But if you, you really feel someone, just right. tell them that you love them. Don't try and play the game too hard. But, it's, but that's the honest I, truth. That that's what I, just, I just wanted to go back on the caller real quick. It sounded like he said he was ecstatic. It didn't really sound like he was that ecstatic on the phone. It sounded like he worked way it's, too it hard. Sound, that's what I'm saying. Mm. He said He's like, man, he was like, I'm, I'm ecstatic. That's that's not ecstatic. That's yeah. he. That's he sounded I'm very worrisome. So happy. I just jumped off the roof twice. <laughs> I'm not trying to clown. I'm not trying to clown him. It just didn't. Yeah, yeah, it just didn't come off as he's super excited. Like you said, it's not like he's working mad hard, and yeah. he's he's putting in a lot of work. He's putting in work. He it should be residual. And just like know? just like with Fox, yeah, just like what you 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 just you said that. Yeah, it's just kind of reciprocal. He's not getting it I back. Said it was, I said I'm, the wrong okay. word. Yeah. He's, not getting, he's not getting it back. He's tired of putting in all the work up front. So he's Which goes to back home. to if she plays him, good guys finish last. <laughs> he putting in that work, and he's actually genuine. Like He likes her, but he is tired. Like, man, why won't this woman just love me? Well, why can't she just be like, I love you, boo? Well, he already, <laughs> he, or, he already broke one of the 48 laws of power, so he, he, he didn't put himself out there Uh-oh. already. Yeah, like... Yeah. Which rules that? He, I think he kind of just invested himself too deep at this point. Like, yeah, it's like if it doesn't work, like so it contradict not contradict, but back to what the fox was saying. A guy is doing that to get the girl. He's being aggressive, and it's not reciprocating back. You see what I mean? I mean, it all depends on what kind of man. You know what I'm saying? Like a woman gets herself with. You know what I'm saying? If she yeah. gets herself with a man who's, you know. He sees himself as, as kingly. He kind of sees himself as a leader. He's more alpha-based. Yeah. I think you'll get guys who step out there and say, you know, I want this or I want that or I love you or, because think about it like this: men have to propose. Like yeah. I don't see, you know, when when men are like, why don't women propose? Women get very upset about it, and it's I like, well, I, well, <clears throat> but but you know what I'm saying? Like it's the same thing. Like if women want to get married and women feel the love, why can't women propose to men? You know what? I'm. Well, first of all, especially I, I we not doing all. That. I just can't do it. I, just I got can't. proposed to. I mean, yeah. did she do it publicly? And it was she crazy. Did she do it publicly? Yeah. It was yeah, like in did. front of a bunch of people. I think she That's did it for. Though. I think she did it for the attention. And you said no. Oh, see. You said no. She was crazy. We did an episode. We talked about domestic violence. It was that chick. So you said yeah. no. No wonder she was. No, pissed. I did say yes, but she was crazy. Oh. I shouldn't have said yes. No, nah, you definitely shouldn't have said yes. No more. You shouldn't have let that happen to begin with. But I think I think I, <laughs> I think need to see your credit score first. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think in today's world, just with um, the gender roles that have kind of yeah. they're kind of blended. You know what I'm saying? Women make as much money as men, if not more. You know, women have a much more prominent role in society mm-hmm. as opposed to my mom's generation and the generation before hers. I think we have to kind of get away from stigmas of, you know, it's the man's job to do this, it's the woman's job to do this. Because think about it like this, you know, I'm I'm happily married, but you know, if I don't I don't look at my wife and say, you know, it's your job to make the dinner, it's your job to clean, it's your job to do this. Like we do both. I do both. I clean, yeah. I cook. You know, it's what a team. Saying? It's a team. So you know what I'm saying. I don't think it should be 
one-sided. You know what I'm saying? I Very think people true. need to get that out of their mind that a man has to do this. I mean, there's certain things you have to do as a man that, you know, that's just not going to change. But I agree 100%. I do, I do think that uh, in terms of, like, the gender roles, you know what I'm saying? Like, we should definitely erase those because they I essentially don't, don't exist. I don't, I don't, I, I'm sorry, go ahead. So you're, you're going to agree or disagree? Disagree like a bit. So with, with that being said, uh, you know, moving on to the next topic, we got to move on. Yeah. Um, it's all about perception. It is. Right? So perception the, is our reality. old episode is about that one man's comedy to someone else. It's their insanity. So like here's, here's something that's kind of off topic, but it's kind of relative to what we're about to talk about. Back in... Um, I just flat, flat out say, did you guys know that Shaq is not a minority owner, but he has like a crap load of stocks in Google? Yes, mm-hmm. I knew that. Did I, you went, know about well, that? I knew that because I read his biography. Yeah. Did you know about that? I heard about it. So and the story was, I believe he was uh, either his last year in Orlando. Or no, he, he, was, he was already in L.A. So it was the first year in L.A. Matter of fact, I'll tell you the story Go for it. because I read it in the book. He said he was at practice. Yeah. And he was telling everybody around him, he's like, yeah, I'm going to invest in Google. And everyone just started laughing at him. Yeah. But they knew Shaq, you know what I'm saying, was like that. Like, he invested in a lot of things. Like, a lot of people don't know every city Shaq played for. He has, like, car washes and movie theaters and stuff that may not even have his name on it, but he owns mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And he gets a rack of money from residual that. Residual income. Yeah, but a lot of people laughed at him. And he said he put a good amount of money into Google. And, yeah. he, like, when they first jumped off and, you know... <laughs> Well, they said the the story how he met the dude from Google. He said they were like at some I don't know. I'm just gonna just throw maybe like a reception, and then he was like, "Hey, can you watch my kid real quick?" And there was a guy like the guy that created Google, and he was like, he went up to Shaq. He was like, "Hey, I have this thing where you take whatever you type, and I can find it for you, and it's called Google." And then Shaq was like, "Okay," and then <laughs> yeah, now that's where we are with Google. That's so cool. That's a cool story. Very cool story. Yep. But with that being said about Google. There's a sex scandal. As usual. I mean, it wouldn't be 2018 if it wasn't a sex scandal. Somebody's getting me too. That's true. Somebody got me too. You guys guys know about that? Have you read the article? Yeah, yeah, we got a chance to recheck that joint out. And I I just want to start by saying this. I don't want to take anything away from the Me Too movement. I think the victims of of, of women who have suffered Me Too... You know, it's it's a terrible shame because you have a lot of men who abuse their power, abuse their position. Mm -hmm. But, you know... It's getting a little wishy-washy with a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people out there who make the water murky, if you will, you know, with some of their claims. Yeah. And uh, I wouldn't be doing my due diligence if somebody just came out and was like, yeah, they sexually assaulted me. And it's like, do I automatically just believe that person because they said that? Or right. do I now think like, you know, okay, well, tell me the story. How did that happen? How is this sexual assault? Like, what did you do? You know what I'm saying? I think that's where you get a lot of skepticism is that you everyone claims sexual assault for dumb mistakes. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you didn't want to sleep with that guy, but he didn't sexually assault you. Yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? You made a mistake, but we all make mistakes, but he didn't sexually assault you. Well, I got something for that real quick, but let, let's read the article. This is from the New York Times. The article says, How Google Protected Andy Rubin, the Father of Android. The internet giant paid Mr. Rubin $90 million and praised him while keeping silent about a sexual misconduct claim. What Google did not make public was that an employee had accused Mr. Rubin of sexual misconduct. The woman with whom Mr. Rubin has had an extramarital relationship said he coerced her into performing oral sex in a hotel room in 2013. Google investigated and concluded her claim was credible, said the people who spoke, who spoke, who spoke on the condition that they may not be named, citing confidentiality agreements. Snitches. 
Google could have fired Mr. Rubin and paid him little to nothing on the way out. Instead, the company handed him a $90 million exit package paid in installments of $2 million a month for four years. Okay. I already know, I already know what Vaughn's going Okay, say. look, man. First things first. They were in an extramarital marital relationship, right? Yeah. So, in other words, the other word that can describe that is it was consensual. It was consensual. They, yeah. were, they were already in a relationship. Number two. How do you coerce someone to, to perform sexual acts right. in a hotel room that you went up to by yourself in a relationship that's consensual? So right that's here, true. we already got a problem. Well, well I'll, go, I'll go a little deeper. How do you coerce somebody yeah. <laughs> for, them, for, for them to perform <clears throat> fellatio on you? Like, yeah. to me, that's... Well, maybe there was intimidation and, well, you know, look. he threatened to... Damage something that was valuable to her, and them being in an extramarital relationship just by definition does not mean that it was consensual. It just means that he, someone was married, and they were having a relationship outside. No, no, you're absolutely right. But here's the other part to that: if she was so intimidated, all she has to do is be like, "Okay, I'm going to the tabloids that you're cheating on your wife." Mm, True. End of story. It's not that easy to come out and say that you it, have been either the mich- mistress of someone in power. Um, you know, you could come out and it could be like a really quick flashbang and then it gets absorbed. <laughs> it gets absorbed by the media. Then they flip it, spin it. You've already put it out there that you've, you know, done the do and you're now can be put in a negative light because why were you messing with a married man or why were you in the hotel room like you guys are so quick to say you know like me being in a hotel room does not mean that i am that i've consented not playing to do xbox anything. i'll tell you that why why not why not why i mean okay let common sense will tell you that i'm not but it still doesn't mean that because i was in there and i said no that i so that means whatever happens to me so, for being in so there. does it mean that we have to excuse the fact that like that happened that she went up to that hotel room with the person. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Stop that thought. I'm going to add something to kind yeah. of play, not devil's advocate, but all right. So it was coerced, right? Yeah. And she went up on her own, whatever. And maybe he could have threatened her with X, Y, Z, right? But at the same time, he got paid. So something else was going on. They paid him. They're like, look, just leave. And we'll give you this, right? What did she get out of this? That's what I want to know. Probably nothing, yeah. which is why she's going after or. Or or they or or they may be a prompt, you know, or I don't know to be honest Look, with you, but I don't think it's as cut and dry, black and white as he yeah. sexually assaulted her and the story. You know, so I was just gonna, so I was gonna also like kind of like reference it back to the Stormy Daniels situation, how like Donald Trump is currently suing her because apparently you know she wouldn't keep her mouth shut. So now, yeah, signed, yeah so now, so now Donald Trump is like, all right, you're gonna have to pay up now. You know? she, she signed paperwork. Yeah, and she signed paperwork that, hey, you know, you can't say my name. Otherwise, you're going to have to, you know, cough up some money. He should have gotten Dave Chappelle as his lawyer for that. Yeah. <laughs> the confidentiality. Right. <laughs> Real talk, man. man oh, Stormy man. Daniels, man, yo, like, she lost all her credibility to me when she came out. And she was like, yeah, it wasn't rape. It was just consensual. I was like, oh, all well, right. Well, I don't know. Like, maybe... Next. Next. I don't know. Maybe, uh, I guess, now we live in a day and age where, like, if we were to go on a date or maybe on a second date, maybe we should start engaging, like, a sex contract and be like, hey, listen, uh, you're going to have to sign this paper here and, thumb, you know. Thumbprint identification. Yeah. That's I mean, like that'd be, that'd be a good thing. That's been suggested. Really? That's not the first time that's been suggested. The consensual? 
I mean, that'd be a good app to have. Yeah, like a, a, a sex contract. Maybe it should like, be called the we, Dirty like, 30. How, how, do we, how, how do we get to that point, man? That's crazy. Like, oh, it's, that, that, it's that, a ruins, slippery slope. That, ruins, that ruins the date, man. Like, oh, yeah, by the way, let me see your fingerprint. Sign this real quick. Mm-hmm. And uh, hold on, let me get my lawyer real quick. Make sure we got the only straightened out. Like, that's just, that's a whole, that's, I mean, I don't even want to talk to nobody at this point. Screw well, 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 I mean, think about like this. We live in. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not trying to play nobody here, but you know what I'm saying? None of us, you know, if we were single, obviously I'm married, it's different, but none of us really have that much to lose, you know what I'm saying, to have a 90 NDA signed. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the odds of it happening to us are are, are minimal, you know what I'm saying? So, the dudes that you see it's happening to are the dudes that are looking like they can pay out some money. Now, right. listen to what you just said. That right there tosses out credibility all over the place now. There's and that's nobody, why it's I'm not, not be- true. I'm not believing nobody at this point because all the pers- people that is happening to are people or men who are in powerful positions and have money. Because like Michael Jackson. Because the downfall for women is no, there's no payout. So for, if you come out against someone that has money, then the likelihood that you will get a payout, okay, is greater than if you go out against the guy that ain't got no money and he sexually true. assaulted you and now your business is out in the street and you still Very ain't true. got no money. Or and nothing's happening to that guy. Or you don't get your payout, you write a tell-all book. Because the New York Renner. Times. That, that's what Stormy that's Daniels did. <laughs> yeah. That's what Stormy Daniels ultimately did. She wrote a uh, tell-all book. So wow. See, so see. speaking of speaking of like celebrities doing dumb stuff, you know, like some people think, you know, like okay, we can talk about people with money, right? They feel like they can do whatever they want. They can get away with it. Uh, another big top, uh, big talk right now in hip hop is Marion Suge Knight. He finally got his sentencing for 28 years. Good. You know, and he's already like 60. You know, the fun, it's funny you say that uh, good because there's probably a lot of people right now who are celebrating, who are popping bottles. But they don't got to pay them, uh, that man they, no more they, money. Because they're like, man, they breathe a sign of relief. Like, he's okay. gone. I would like, for I at like, least 28. So for the listeners out there, Suge Knight is the CEO, former CEO former. of Death Row Records, which helped launch and put gangster rap on like a higher map because of his uh, producer, super producer, Dr. Dre. Artists of Snoop Dogg, Dog Pound Level, Tupac, DJ Quick, Nate Dogg. And they dominated from like 91 to like 97, you know? And then his thing was he was a blood, he was in the music industry, and he used to bully people and force them to sign contracts. So he's speaking the contracts. Did that dude like, you better sign that contract before I put you over the, you know, balcony. You better give me some fun. I mean, that's what he, I mean, that's what he did at Vanilla Ice. <laughs> But I, I, <laughs> Yo, he, he did do that. He too. did that. Yeah, to yeah, Vanilla Ice admitted yeah. it on yeah. TV. But the crazy thing is, like, I think Suge Knight is just a, a, one of them dudes. What they call him? No Country for Old Men. I think he's, he's one bully. of the dudes that came up in an era, and he's always been this way. Think about it. He's always been a big dude, and I think he came up in an era, early '90s rap, where you know that gangster stuff was real, People and fear. he was a real gangster. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And people, you know, now look at Suge Knight and it's like, oh, well, he should have been a businessman. He had millions of dollars. Well, he was he had, a businessman. Well, no, 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 no. You're, you're right. You're right. He ruined I, it. I, I misspoke. People looked at him as a legitimate straight cut businessman. You know, that's how they look at rap now. It's like, you know, you know, guys like Diddy. Like, Diddy's been in the game for a while. Diddy's not doing the stuff he was doing back in the 90s. He ain't slapping cats. He, 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 he ain't slapping cats. He, he was smacking people up, though. But I think Biggie, I think, I think Biggie is just a, I'm not Biggie, I'm sorry. I think Suge Knight is just a product of his a environment. Dude, a dude, I think he's just who he is. I think it worked for him in the 90s. I think that intimidation, doing what you want, was his, that's really him. The thing yeah. is, not the, 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 the game, the game, 
elevated to a different level, and he didn't. There you go. That was that. Well, people got smarter legally. But I just smart. Well, but you got to remember, well, well, he had he had the LAPD department, the Rampart Division, well, which is actually still under federal investigation for the Tupac. Well, murders. you have to think about it like this. Um, rap isn't in the hood like solely anymore. Not anymore. No. Not anymore. Rap is suburbs. in the board. It, well, it's in the boardrooms. I wouldn't even say it's in the suburbs. It's in the boardrooms. That's true. Like, they make a lot of business decisions based on a lot of hip hop stars, and I think Suge Knight was just one of those old school cats who, you know, did things, did things his way. And muscle to, to execute decisions. Yeah. Of now it's like came down with the ruling. We're not fist. doing yeah. that all the time. We're people, not going to feel intimidated into decisions every single. People can stop time. the ruling fist. Yeah. <clears throat> well, also back then artists didn't know to be their own owner of their own. Exactly. Music. You know, like one of the examples a lot of people didn't know that when Snoop was on Death Row originally, he was called Snoop Doggy Dog yep. under Shook Publishing. And then when Master P bought the rights of Snoop, he had to change his name. And from then, for a certain amount of years, he could not perform any song for the Chronic, the Dog Pound, or Doggy Sound unless he's with another artist. Right. You know, it's just like with Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre was able to leave N.W.A., but he still had to pay Eazy-E. You know, he paid him 12 cents an album. That's why he waited, you like, know? so many years. That's why he never produced albums of his own. That's why he waited until the contract expired. Yeah. That was smart, too. And he made money. You tell, if you think about it, if you're, an, if you're a producer, you're making, if $1 is the cost, you're making 50% of that. What's a 360 deal? It's when you get a, when the label gets a, a cut of literally everything that the artist does. Music. If you do a movie, they get a cut of Performances, Performances, merchandise. Why? Because they're the one who's marketing you? Yeah, that's how the labels they who, put it. But why would someone sign that? Because people didn't know back because then. Early payout at the beginning or something. That's yeah. true. You're yeah. like, oh, 60 G's. Well, no, you was get you was getting advances even yeah, before 360s. Now people are just it's it's they've normalized it to the point that now it's it's normal. Like even so like J Cole was sales. in a, a 360 at one point. Yeah. So like it's normal to get into that now. Now if you got people from from the 90s like we've just been talking about, they're not signing that. Yeah, Early 2000s, they're not signing that. Like they, they, they know what time it is, but the people coming up now, that's the only deals that's in front of them, so yeah. they think it's normal. They so, treat them, they treat them a little better too. Like before, like rappers used to go to. Sh- I remember, uh, I don't know if y'all remember this cat, Jr. Ryder. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. From, from yes. Dipset, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dipset. He, he he performed, and uh, it was like 07 maybe. So he was like just getting, you know, just his prime. You know, after a show, I seen him get into a van. <laughs> I'm like, dang, like, you know, you talk all these yeah. jewels and you talk all this crazy stuff, but when the show's over, his manager was like, all right, get in the van. Everybody in the van. Mm-hmm. And it, it, no, it, was, it was a legit sliding door van. <laughs> it wasn't like no one of them. Fan, it was. I was just like, dang. So, I mean, you you just kind of see, like, you know, these record labels know what they do. They, 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 they invest a small amount of money up front to that person who may not have nothing. They may say, hey, look, hey, look we'll give you 250 And that person's like, oh, my God. Like yeah. two, but I think now You can with, do the math I think now With cats being More in tune to the internet Being able to Put their music out easier Being able yeah. to do things A lot easier Album art Promotions Things like that I think You know The record labels Are, are kind of ch- Are, are kind of changing But it's still on the, on, on the artist Like you know If you're a hot artist And you're unsigned Like that's probably The best position A street artist That's the best Free position Free agent Yeah you're, you're the best position Don't sign Just do like You know I think that's just the best position. I mean, I'm not the artist. I'm gonna let, you know, what I'm saying. No, I'm he's let, right. You know, he's right. But uh, I just think the power with the internet has gone back to the artist in a yeah. way. Fox, did you have something to say? <laughs> no. I I just felt like 
I, I, I do agree that a lot of it has to do with waving money in someone's face. Yeah, it's like the that, carrot. That's never seen it, you know? It's the mm-hmm. carrot. But, like, my thing stick. is, like, how do you sign these one, two, three album deals and you barely get money? Like, so, for example, like, Tupac, he was barely with Death Row for one year, but a lot of people don't know his contract was he got $2 million for bail, which was only $1.4 million. They also took care of the guys that shot him, and then that was it. So he did, he could he technically could have made a lot more money on death row only being with them for what nine months, you know. Mm-hmm. But he just wanted to get off the label so he can just own his own stuff. And I do feel like he changed the game for artists too to keep producing and put out mixtapes and have multiple names. Yeah, mm-hmm. you think about a lot of a lot of rappers now have multiple names, and when they put out mixtapes, it's a different name sometimes. You know, like Eminem, Slim Shady, Marshall. Everybody knew that was Eminem, though. But I yeah. was gonna. I think that there's a lot of new rap rappers coming out and or artists. I'll say artists along the Takashi Six Nine <laughs> type style, like very yeah. eccentric. And even they joke about how it's like, oh, what sewer keeps popping these guys out of? Like you know, like what <laughs> Mario sewer is freaking like birthing these these cats? But and they they take a quick deal because they don't believe that they have longevity. They're like. I really, you know, could I make $50,000 in one pop, you know, or in a year working at, at, at Air Postal, or am I going to try and do my hand at a couple albums and a couple shows, like ride the wave out, and I don't care that I don't, I'm not going to really make it off of this shit, like, yeah. Fox, this is why they have SoundCloud. It's true. Yep. That's why they what's have it, SoundCloud. What's, what's that rapper's name? Uh, uh, bone, bone Question. <laughs> He, he Dang, had, he, I haven't he, heard that he, name in he, years. He had that, you know, so you, I ain't never scared, Joint. That was and, it. And that was it. That was it. That was it. He, I, I think he made a good million out of that. And then he went and did his chef thing. You well, know, that's the same I, thing as a Trick Daddy. Yeah. A lot, I like, trick Daddy's like an organic chef. Most, most, <laughs> most, most rappers coming up in today's world don't have, will not have a shelf life more than two years. And that's, Daddy. and that's, and that's, and don't that's, do if they're Daddy, lucky. <laughs> it's the truth, man. He messed up now, but he was like big in Miami with Trina. Mm-hmm. Yep. Trick and Trina. Yeah. You see how old he looks now? He looks old. Man, he been old, yeah. though. That's what like, happened. He got on, he, he got on at like 30, 30 doing, doing big drugs. Now he like oh, 50. And it's like, whoa, the drugs and the, and everything the food is, everything is, is catching up. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the partying. So, I didn't know how in shape you had to be as a rapper. Like you go to you performing shows, you jumping around stage, mm, you doing you all this stay, stuff. You gotta stay healthy. You man. gotta stay healthy, yeah. man. Like you gotta stay healthy. That's 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 crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but like so, like another person that does like dumb stuff. We can just all agree that whether if it's smart or not, it's smart for him. No matter the the things that come out of his mouth, is Kanye West. Oh man, can I, Kanye. My guy. Can, can I jump in real quick about Kanye? So. My whole thing about my whole take on Kanye is that um, this guy wants to run for president, and he's doing a hell of a job so far as far as like putting his message out there and promoting his albums and saying all the outlandish things that you know drive people crazy. So that, that's 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 the thing with Kanye. He just loves to you know provoke people's you know emotions. So. Yeah, I, I like Kanye, but the problem with Kanye, he has poor delivery. Yeah, he has he has a lot of ideas. It's misconstrued, but his ideas do are they are not organized whatsoever. So right? is he crazy, the, or is it just the art, artist's perception? 
I, I don't think I would say it's an artist thing. Yeah. But I don't think yeah. he's crazy. I just think he just doesn't he literally just doesn't know how to organize his thoughts mm-hmm. in a setting like that. He doesn't know how when to comes, when he's in the studio, we all we yeah. won't listen to his albums. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. But outside of that, you can't you can't you can't poor social skills. Yeah, yeah, social skills is just out the window. I'll piggyback on that. Mm-hmm. I think I think people give him too much credit. Yeah. I think people are High like, you know, I'm like, dude, like, no disrespect to the craft and no disrespect to Kanye West, but, you know, I, I don't necessarily think he's that smart. No. I'm going to keep it real. Because he, I, don't think yeah. he, I don't necessarily think he's that smart. I think he's a he's a phenomenal, legendary, the legendary, best of our generation, yeah. I'll call it. Him and Dre up there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? His music is timeless, but I don't think he's that smart regarding a things that you need to say b political you know uh, political topics even history you know what i'm saying and i think a lot of people take uh the person with the biggest microphone as the smartest person and he has a pretty big microphone but i don't necessarily think he's the most he's the smart i don't think he's the smartest and i definitely uh want to piggyback on Vaughn, he's definitely not the most articulate. He's definitely no, not the person. Because, Even the good ideas that he has, when he says them, you're kind of like, nah. It's all, it's all miscontextualized. His yeah. His delivery sucks. Yeah. He, I think uh, with, with Kanye, like, just speaking about, like, artists in general, you know, like, Picasso, and it's, they are only going to see it how they want to see it, and then, like you said, if they have that platform, they're just going to take advantage as much as they can. Listen, but I, Okay. No, I'm saying. Listen to what you just said. Like Picasso, all his 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 paintings are like abstract. A, abstract. That's Kanye, but in words. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's why I use that analogy. Yeah. yeah. So, so like, but I do feel it's kind of weird just to throw out minority and also in hip hop. I feel like Will Smith has a better chance of winning than Kanye. Of course. Way better. Of course. Because he's gone through the motions to work through some more of his his d- deficiencies. Like Will Smith is way more humble than. Than Kanye, Kanye is not. Yeah, no, he's not there yet. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't gone. He's he's now gone through some lows that he thinks that that's given him enough experience to think on to talk on life in general it, for everyone and dismiss a whole bunch of things in the name of free thinking. And it he really hasn't done the work to come back and and really think it all the way through. Sounds like a, a co-host or someone we had <laughs> interviewed not too long ago. <laughs> here's a here's a fun fact about Will Smith. Did you guys know that uh, he got accepted at MIT? Who did? Yeah, I did. Will Smith, Will Smith because yeah. he was a math wow. major. Yep. He's yep. a smart dude. Yeah, he scored high in his math. His da- and his dad was like, um, "You can try rapping for one year." And mm-hmm. if it doesn't work out, you're going to MIT, yeah. and the rest is history. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think Summertime came out, mm-hmm. that so and hot. that was it. Summertime right. came right. out? Right. You mean, was you it mean, before that? You mean parents just don't understand. Parents yeah. just don't parents understand. Just don't Thank understand. you very much. Um, let's get, let's, let's, that's why we have our local rapper. Right. <laughs> not our local rapper. That's why we have our Arts. our right. rapper. Our rapper correspondent. Our, our representative. Rapper correspondent. Uh, yeah, our rap representative, our hip-hop representative. <laughs> who corrects me on 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 you know? Because uh, I'm getting old, man. I don't is remember it, all the little tidbits me, though, information. Is it me though? Because I'm just not too fond of of celebrities running for office. At I'm that, with you. At that at that point, it starts feeling even with Ronald even with, Reagan was an actor. Yeah, yeah. but but mm-hmm. Ronald Reagan had he, he's not like today's celebrity. Was Didn't it? he also have political experience before, like right after he was a governor? Came? Yeah, he was a governor. 
That's so, true. You see that what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, so like, Kanye, get a city first. I mean, I think, I think that should be a prerequisite to anybody who runs for president. You should have held yeah, some e- office. E- even, we need to even, tell that to that person in New York. Even <laughs> even even with the Trump, even with Trump, like he, I, I'm. He should have been was, somewhere. Yeah. He should have had. He was supposed. What was it like? 15, 20 years ago, because he's old. Yeah, like twenty years ago, he was he was supposed to run for governor of New York. Oh yeah, yeah. But he yeah. didn't do it because yeah. he was gonna do governor of New York and then run for president. He just said skip. He just said skip that. We had a TV show. I mean, I think yeah, you should even take that. like think about it like this. For majority of the jobs in America, I know you know. So for example, I'm in IT. Plenty of tests that I had to take for certifications to prove that I had this knowledge to get the job. You know, teaching. I'm sure you have, you know, certifications that you have to take to prove that not only you have the job, but you know how to take care of humans, or people. You know what I'm saying? Uh, pretty much every job that is, you know, pretty much a lot of jobs in this world. Require some sort of certification, pre-knowledge. Is um, that knowledge or imagination? Well, no, it, 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 no, no. It's definitely <laughs> it's knowledge, knowledge because yeah. that certification says, "Okay, I can hire you." You know what I'm saying? Like, you I know you know what you're talking about, but this certification makes it legally I can hire you. Because if you don't have it and something messes up, I can be like, "Well," they're like, "This guy doesn't have the certification." They're like, "Oh well, you shouldn't have hired him." You know what I'm saying? It looks like that. Why don't we have some sort of like wonderlick or aptitude test that presidents have to take? I'm not saying it has Agreed. to be. I agree. You know the, you know, the, fun, you know, the funny, agree. the funny thing that that's that right there, that question has only come up. Well, from what I've, from what I know, has only come up once Donald Trump won. Oh, yeah. I've never heard that question. Why don't we have an aptitude test? Why don't we have this and prerequisites and da 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 da? Why don't we have experience? I've never heard that. Because we have a celebrity business. Well, this is the first time we've ever had like somebody. Right. Who so why is, is it? Joke. So why mm-hmm. is it important now and not important before? Well, it's not, it wasn't important because before of credibility, because I yeah. think we had legit politicians, whether Obama. you agreed with them, whether you agreed with them or you didn't agree with them. I think they had a nice, uh, I think they had a strong political backing to allow them to answer a lot Fair of the enough. questions and they understood a lot of what was going on. Whereas, you know, a lot of Trump's answers are, we'll fix that. That's in the works. I'm working on that. Yeah, because like, they're very business oriented, but it's like yeah. even basic stuff. I mean, I'm not Very saying you have to like, deal. yeah, but I'm not saying like the test has to be mad hard. It could be easy. It could be questions like, who are name five of our allies? I mean, I do feel. Hold on, I mean, you I do feel like they do that um, during the presidential debate. Figure it out. I feel like that's the test right there, but it's a poor test. I mean, I think it has to be a physical test. Because he bullshitted through, he BS through some of the answers by kind of just. He's got a mic. He's got a little headset in his ear and someone's talking to him. No, no. Yes, and he said a lot of, oh, I've got a plan for it and don't worry, I will work it out in the future and uh, elect me, you know, make me president and I will show you how it works. It's not, it's not, it's not Trump. It's not Trump. I think the the biggest, the biggest thing that happened was the fact that like the Democrats, basically ignored the the blue states they figured that they had it all in the bag and donald trump just said all the right things and this country just went behind i mean they they went to bat for him and they got behind with what he was saying and as a result he's sitting in the oval office it was not trump at all it -hmm. was the media that was around him they made every debate like a football game Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything was entertainment oriented. It wasn't serious. Oh, yeah. No, it Trump's wasn't. An entertainer, but the Trump's entire, an entertainer. The, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and it wasn't because of him. They ran it that way, and it just so happened they got an entertainer who came in. Yeah, and they ran it as if it was uh, a championship game. He played the game, man. I mean, look, the one thing I won't take away from Trump was, look, dog, he manipulated a lot of people. 
And I won't even say he he somehow talked but, his way into that office, but, man. No, and, but what what was what was the environment? Trump didn't create that environment. Oh no, he didn't create that environment. Barack the, did. The me, no, the media did. The media treats everything like a reality show. In the last ten years, that's how it's been. So you have a reality show that's the political arena. And then you have a reality TV star happen to step in. Of course he's going to win. I knew he was going to win. Because it's about numbers now. It's about yeah, it's viewers. About, it's, it's about, about numbers about, and views. That's right. why he but got also, right. But it's also Donald Trump. So it's a name already in that realm of celebrity. Yes. Yeah, it's synonymous. Yes, he's a businessman and he dates models. But then also he had his own TV show. So he's already relative on the network of celebrities. Right. So and, and, going back to what we were saying, like, Where's his qualification? Where's his background? None. He doesn't have any, doesn't and have he any. won based off a of real, true popular. He vote. really did appeal to people's ethos, like their sense of morality. Like he appealed to, and and it's not my sense of morality, but he appealed to a lot of issues that people find that are personal to them, yeah. and as evil or hateful or bigoted or misguided as some of those thoughts are, it 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 did appeal to a, a wide majority of people that are, are not so like free loving and everybody kumbaya you know come together yeah. they're like more like no I liked it better when we were on top and y'all were scared and yeah. and yeah now I feel like you're trying to erase my greatness all this shit that I've been riding this stuff that I've been riding on top of for the past 200 400 years right of yeah. supremacy in society and now you guys are actually figuring this out you're actually debunking this you actually are realizing that you're worth something you're actually taking away from the positions that I thought that I was going to be guaranteed for the foreseeable future and that my kids were and now you're saying that me just being who I am doesn't guarantee me a job <laughs> and now I don't I, I'm not educated, you know, or like I'm not able to do this. And I'm fifty-six years old and I've wasted a majority a big majority of my lifetime believing that the dream that I grew up in was going to be the lifestyle that I was going to lead now that I'm an older man. Right. But now I'm finding that I still need to work. I do not have those job skills that will get me into a six figure job salary, which I just knew I was going to have in comparison to other people. And I'm pissed about it because why? Because, because I need someone to blame. So, so you're saying they 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 are unable to see the the new reality. <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's more. I think I, I agree. I think it's that, and I think it's the unwillingness to adapt. I think it's the unwillingness to. It's a lack of imagination. Well, it's and evolution. a lack of imagination, lack of evolution. I think it's a lack of believing in new skills. I think you know <clears> these <throat> people are out here. They want these old factories to come back. I'm like, dog. Even if these factories came back. Like, they're not hiring people yeah. anymore. Like, robots do 80% of the work. They started in the grocery stores. They were missing cashiers. I was actually reading an article where um, a lot of white men feel displaced because mm. they're the ones that can't find the jobs. And I'm like, you know, hmm. if yeah. we're looking for a Spanish speaker, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't think people, I don't think people want to, better than I think they're they're just like look my daddy did this job I want to do this job for 50 years and that's it but they're not staying up in with the times now granted that could be infrastructure you could live in the middle of nowhere state you know what I'm saying that doesn't have the infrastructure for you to do that but look it ain't gonna it ain't it ain't it ain't it's not gonna it's not gonna be a race thing for much longer because robots are coming through 
and they're going to take everyone's job, including white collar jobs, too. Yeah. Also, so. that thought process, like, let's just take out the technology side of it. Let's just talk about people's thought process, right? Once that generation's gone, being real, we, we know what we're talking about, you know, got to be politically correct and really say it. Once that generation's gone, it's easier to evolve. I don't. Adapt. I, I think it is too. But I think with that generation gone, I think what you have now is a lot of subtle racists. I think you have yeah. a lot of people who, you know, they'll say something in front. Of, oh yeah, no problem. Da, 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 da. Don't give it next. Don't give it to him next time because I don't like that black guy. Like you see a lot of it in the workplace. You see a lot of subtle racism where, yeah. you know, it's not necessarily racist, but it's it makes you feel funny. Yeah, but it's yeah. not as. I don't think it's as as. I don't, think it ho- I don't think it holds as much power as it used to. Not like the fifties. No, I just, I, mean, I don't, I just don't, I don't, I can't. I, did I technology help shape and mold. Well, that? well, I mean, thank, thank the Tec- Lord, we live technology in in a in a, uh, a a passing of that generation. Yeah. A lot, a large portion of them are going away now. Yeah. If you know, that's little true. PC, you know, what I'm saying they're going away. Yeah. So y'all like, are not on Twitter, y'all. Are y'all on? Are y'all on the social media? Because the I'm on Twitter. Comes in waves, and I, y'all, every time you guys, you guys are talking about it, it's subtle. It's gone from overt to subtle. These are cycles. These are waves of things. And What's social evolving media based has on now technology? Evolved, yes, to spread it. So we're going through the phases a little quicker, and I just hope that there's enough on the side of intelligence and like compassion to balance out like I think it is I, I think it is I don't think it's as, as big of a number as it once was well I also I, I feel like like I said once that generation is gone it's going to be right. easier to evolve and, and granted it may not never disappear it's just that's going to evolve on its own as well but in reality of it, the minority race is growing more and more especially with racial diversity well you, yeah. you also have to think about like this we're now coming into the second generation or third generations of some minorities. I mean, yep. yeah, it's difficult when you first get here and you don't know the language, but now we're getting into a situation where not only do we have American-educated minorities who speak two languages, but they're American, so you can't get rid of us. We're here, mm. and we speak fluent English, you know, and those people know the history of America growing up, and they know the history of America for, for minorities like themselves, yeah. and they're growing up, and they're like, oh, nah, this isn't going to work. No, this is I'm gonna, I'm gonna I know what I have to do to put myself in a position yep. to do better. And I think, you know, I think now people are just like, oh well, you know, uh, I was comfortable because I had that advantage. Oh, I'm a legal American. You'll never get a job. I speak English. I don't have to worry about that guy taking my job. Now we have people who are educated, who know two languages, who come from a from a from a household who had to work. You a know, working class, a working class minorities. A lot of. Yeah. Forget that. I mean, you'd have immigrants. minority. You'd have you'd have immigrants. What, like maybe four immigrant families living in a house, yep. all making it work, all pooling together. So you know, you might have uh, four families living across the street from you. They pay off their house in no time. You sitting there, you're like, man, I can't pay off my house, and I'm over here still paying a mortgage. And you're gonna feel a certain way. You're gonna yeah. say something. You know what I'm saying? Like you're gonna feel a certain way, whether it's right or wrong. Like that, somebody may feel a certain way. I don't feel a certain way. Yeah. Do you? But I think you know what I'm saying that that scares a lot of people because they didn't anticipate you know the American dream like. Now it's happening Like that language barrier Is gone Right You know Yeah Whether we Agree Or disagree With the situation For our president The way things are going We do still need to hope That at some point The right decision Is made For all of us You know And We need to go out And vote When it comes down to it Yeah We gotta go out And vote And it's a survival And let's just be honest About it Survival of the Americans Because it's us Against the world You know And we have battle On our own ground That's just growing and growing We need to like kind of move past that 
But yeah, on a like brighter note, you know, l- talking about perception, the Joker. Have you seen the new trailer for the Joker by? Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh my god. Yes, I'm no, here. It's I, Joaquin I, Phoenix. You haven't seen it? I tried looking for it. Everything I, I don't. So good. Somebody got to show me the link. It It doesn't feel nothing for you. I don't. I don't think I saw the right one. Okay, hang on one second. Let me pull it up. Are we gonna put this on real quick? Mm-mm. Oh, commercial. Come on now, what you doing? Uh. They gave him a, uh, a Heath Ledger look. Actually, you know, his face paint and everything is from the First Joker one. from Dark Knight. It was the the clowns that were with him robbing the bank. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so supposedly this style of Joker, and, you know, as a comic book fan and, and for the comic book, you know, enthusiasts out there, we're very judgmental. You know, we're very, very critical on all these things because we want to be by the book. And we understand that every movie is based off the director or the writer's perception, right? Right. But supposedly this story is how he became the Joker, but in reality, there's no one Joker. The Joker is a mantle. Yeah. You know, so you can look at it from Heath Ledger, his Joker was the anarchist, you know, and then you got Jack Nicholson, the OG one. He was like the mafia from the Chicago time, you know, and then you got Jared Leto who looks like New, t- age. new age steampunk kind of punk rocker mafia mm-hmm. gangster apparently isn't it like supposed to be three different jokers yeah yeah they're all a, different you yeah, know there's a bunch of universes too yeah, yeah. and that's and it, you know so. what i think i think that's where people can get confused well that's you the thing that saying? you have to like that's the power of the internet you know it's a blessing and a curse you know you sometimes it's so hard to like kind of just accept things for what they are but it's like you want to know the little bit of the backstory you know, so supposedly the backstory to this, uh, to Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, I don't know if this is like 100%, but this is just what I read on the internet. One, it's all based off Ben Affleck, because Ben Affleck only has one more contract to do a Batman movie, and he tried writing, and I don't know if they fired him or he quit, and he's like, I just want to act. So instead of having his own Batman movie, he's going to have like, like, an- like another cameo type movie like Justice League or Batman versus Superman. Like he's with other characters, whatever, Ugh. right? <laughs> but yeah. they're gonna reboot it. Um, do you guys know about Flashpoint Paradox? Yeah, they they need to do it. Do you know about that? No, I didn't hear about that. Ooh, they it's actually it. they have a uh, anime. It's really good. So the story is it's about Barry Allen, the Flash. His story was his mother was murdered by his father, but he was like, I know for a fact my father didn't do it, and he's been trying to solve that case. But he found out it was the Reverse Flash, the Yellow Flash, the bad one who killed his mom, who went back in time to try to kill his mom. When in reality, the Flash from the future saved him. Like, he, his own self saved it. And so he was like, well, if he, if my Flash, myself in the future can go back in time, why can't I just go back and save my mom? So he goes back and saves his mom. 
And it's like the butterfly effect that one little flutter changes the future of everything. So for Batman's story, we all know that mom and dad and, and Bruce went to the, uh, the alley after a movie and they got shot. In the paradox, Bruce gets shot. The parents go crazy. The mom turns into turns the, turns into the Joker, into the Joker yeah, and the yeah. dad Thomas Wayne is Batman, but he's kind of like a drunk Batman with like a like a six o'clock shadow, and he carries a gun, and so and then Superman is like real skinny, but he's like, I'm trying to fight for just kind of like how like Captain America was, and it's such a good story. Oh my gosh! Wonder Woman and Aquaman, they're the king and queen of their universe, and they're battling like that's the battle between land and and water, and so. What's this called? Paradise. So, Flashpoint Paradox. Paradox. They have the anime of that, but they also showed it on season three of The Flash, and it was really good. And so Flash needed a way to get back, so he found Thomas Wayne. He's like, I know your son, Bruce. That's my friend. And he proved it to him, and then you know he had to get back in time and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so they're going to do that with the current Flash that's already in Justice League to reboot the story. That's why they're jumping from this Joker, Jared Leto's, back to this one to an origin story because they're going to they're gonna have a new... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Man, what's y'all what's y'all take on that? I mean, I did a lot of talking. Just no, told you I guys love the whole it. Story. Uh, we'll personally, I love out. it. I'm actually looking I forward to that. Definitely looking forward it. to it. So, I'm and Joker is one of my all time favorite villains. So, I mean, also the fact that Joaquin Phoenix, I feel when he plays a role, you actually feel the role. Like when I first saw him in Gladiator. He was an a-hole. Yeah, but he was great. He was, yeah. he, was he played it well, and he was Lucious. very convincing. Like, you didn't like him. And then yeah. when you saw him in, like, Signs, you're like, oh, he's such a good yeah. parent figure and blah, 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 you know? I mean, he's yeah. a good actor. No, he's a good, he's a great actor. Yeah. They just don't give I'm gonna him give props. It a, I'm going to give it a chance, just like I, I gave Jared Leto. I think they could have wrote Jared Leto's Joker a hell of a lot better. Yeah. But I'm going to give I'm gonna give Joaquin Phoenix, you know, his, his, his shot. I think Why he'll not? do well. I like it. I like that that vintage yeah. kind of look. I they, like the aren't vintage. they taking it back like like in the eighties or something like that? Yeah, I think it's before then, like seventies, late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. That's why yeah. the face paint is actually face paint versus the bleach story or the cut lips or mm-hmm. yeah, you know. I mean, I, I I'll check it out. I really I like. I'm a really big fan of origin stories. I think yeah. uh, me too. You know, I think DC needs a strong comeback and yeah, i think one of their bad. stronger characters is the joker yeah I mean, one of their best movies ever the dark knight involved the joker and right. a lot of people went to go i think the dark knight is better than dark knight rises i mean great. even the, though even though you know tom hardy did a great job as bane i think the, i think the joker is just an intriguing character to a lot of people yeah. you know he's never gonna die also not only that right. but i think People are like people like to understand. Whenever we have a tragedy in him, why did he do it? Why did he do? Why did you kill all those people in America? You know, why did this crime happen? And I think a lot of times the Joker presents a logical point to a lot of people about why he commits crimes, and it creates this conversation. People are like, "Well, the Joker's crazy, but I kind of understand, but he's still crazy." He, we're we're at we're at a point in time right now where the villain makes more sense than the hero. If you think about it yeah. from a standpoint of characters, the villain's actually smarter than the hero because he has to think through always, all this stuff. The hero just got to figure out how to stop that, and that's it. Right. Yeah. But that's what makes Batman so good. His villains is what makes him such a good. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Story. Yeah. You go to you go yeah. to the movies to see the villain. Yeah, yeah. and I was. I went say, to see the Joker, not Batman. Yeah, it's true. me too. I went to go see Thanos. Not really anybody. Right. From, yeah. From yeah. Same exactly, here. and that's why I was so disappointed with with Darth with, uh, Vader. With, with, with like the Superman Returns from 06. Like, oh, where's yeah. the villain at? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah. so disappointed. I don't want to see Lex. 
Because oftentimes the villain kind of represents us. It represents some of the things that we've ever dealt with. The other you know, side. Like the other side. So you, you do want to see what the other side. You like know, what we thought, thought about, but about. we're not yeah. acting on it. You would never act on it, right. But you was like, somebody that's that angry, that's yeah. like been affected that deep. I just love that the Joker is always two steps ahead of Batman. No matter what, he's always two steps ahead of him. Mm. Always, yeah. always. One, one of the things that I thought was very memorable <laughs> with The Dark Knight was when he made the deal with the mafia and he's like, what do you want for, you know, for bringing back the, uh, whatchamacallit, the, um, the accountant, the Chinese accountant that was in Hong Kong that was holding the money? He's like, I want half and just a bunch of gasoline. And he lights it on fire. He's like, I don't care. Yeah. He said, it's like, it doesn't matter to him, you know? Like, that's like a villain with a cause that just doesn't make sense. But you're like, he's not really in for the greed. He just wants chaos. Like, he just wants to, mm-hmm. you know. He wants to watch the world Kind of like, Th- like you were saying about Thanos. Thanos, yeah. like, this oh, don't hate me, America. It's kind of like what Bin Laden was saying. Why don't we just wipe everyone out and start over? If you think, because that. Boo. I mean, the, the, <laughs> I'll say this: the, theoretical, theoretical. We're on the side of the Avengers. <laughs> yeah, but theoretical political ideas aren't always the best. Like communism. Yeah. In theory, communism works. In reality, not so much. Not everyone's happy yeah. about it. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. everyone's happy about making the same amount of money. You know, I mean, there's a lot of things, in theory, that sound good. The Redskins. Uh, uh, a lot of times operate in theory you know it just happened to work out for them with uh adrian peterson but you know in theory it's like a lot of the moves they make are like okay they're good i get what you're doing but that's not the way you execute it yeah you know what i'm saying so well i mean i could say the same thing about your yankees i mean (laughs) you know in theory it was great for them to pick up giancarlo stanton you know, it's great for them to Are go, you, you know, hater? go after, you know, big time sluggers. In theory, his, but no, uh, not in even theory, in reality, what did, I, what did that cost didn't y'all? Make the playoffs. What did that cost y'all? Okay, what, what, did it co- what did it cost us? What did it cost us? I mean, we, it cost we traded, y'all. We traded Carl, Gene Carlos Pan for nothing. I mean, y'all signed him for a we lot. We took over his contract for nothing. We okay. traded no assets okay. away okay. to get him. Okay. Wow, this is starting to get interesting. Okay. It's like, no, I'm it's serious. like Houston signing Carmelo. It was nothing. Yeah, it was nothing. So it was inconsequential. Is what you're saying? Well, it that's kind of true. That's like good insurance. Yeah, but it's the best. It's arguably one of the best sluggers in in today's game, playing for a team that's loaded with sluggers. The Yankees didn't lose because they couldn't hit. The Yankees lost because they had no pitching. That is true. Right. So that's don't come true. In, don't 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 don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Well, I'm don't just do here for that. the comments. You hear that sound? Bouncing out the force field. It's all, it's all, it's all love. It's all love. Yo, I love my guy over there. Man. Yeah, it's all love at the yep. end of the day, man. But uh, all right. So, well, I mean, I guess since we are segueing to this portion, why don't we just go ahead and uh, play this game called uh, "Time to Panic or Nah." Mm. So I picked five NBA teams that are struggling currently, and let's just start with our beloved Wizards. The Wizards are, <laughs> are a whopping one in five. Is it time Man. to panic or nah? Not time to panic. No, I'm going to say so. too early. Yeah, it is early. Yeah, it's too early. We're still in October, technically, even though November is two days away. We're still in October. But? But no, no. There's no but. I mean, they're, they're, they're not at full strength. They don't have their full roster, you know. Um, and even as poorly as they're playing, yes, they're still five games out of first place. Yeah. So I still think it's way too early for us to be like, uh, you know, panic. I think there should be concern. My hand is definitely over the button. My hand is definitely hovering over the imaginary panic button. Personally, me, I will pull 
the Laker move where they just fire people. Like, they just fired, what's the name, Mike Brown after, like, five games or something like that. No, you can't do that because then... I would fire them in December. No, what I would do is I would start benching people just to send a message. But the problem is it's not even the bench. It's the superstars, man. No, the problem is this team doesn't play with effort. That's the problem. It's the superstars. If your superstars are not doing it. Well, that's what I'm saying. So in order for that to fix, in order to fix it, you need to start benching people. Trial by fire. Trial by fire. You let them say, look, you a superstar, John Wall? You a superstar? Go out and win games. Go out and win games. Now y'all are losing. What are you going to do? How are you going? I think... Or as I think punishment, we, I think the best punishment would also be to play John Wall an entire game. Yeah, but I also think you have to... I think it all depends on responding to adversity. I think that builds a lot of really good players of how you respond to being... You know, it's easy to be 8-1 and one right now. It's do easy you, to be on top. Do y'all think... But, Oh, God, I'm no. sorry. Oh, no, no. I'm going to finish real quick. Okay. Um, but I think it's just harder to keep that mentality, keep that play hard every day when you're one and five. And I think part of being what John Wall wants to be, part of being what Bradley Beal wants to be, is they're going to have to weather this storm. There's no easy fix to this. They have to win one game at a time and get back to where they need to get back to. I don't think there's no game in the NBA is worth five games. In a perfect world, I agree. I you agree know, with that. But in reality, if I was them, I'd start looking for a new house. We'll see. Do, you think, do you think it's like the, the Wizards administration? They're just not. It's a DC curse. They're, they're not. It's uh, yeah. You know, it for could be that, but it's like well, they the just they just bad at building a team. Yes. Like, cause yes. I've just yes. never, cause I, cause I, cause the Wizards were cool. What like three years ago? Yeah. You know they were doing decent. Then all of a sudden it's like what happened? It's our GM. Our GM's an idiot. Like I, I don't get it. Like every like all the teams on the West. For whatever reason, they seem to get it. Okay, we're going to get good players. Well, it's difficult. It's warm. Think about it. Our, no one <laughs> wants to come here. Yes, Our tax is just it. as high as California. Where would you rather be, L.A. or D.C.? I don't think it has anything to Fair do enough. with that. I don't I like just, L.A., but I can, see, I can see I can see. Have you been people. to L.A., though? Yes. You've been to San Diego? Nah, Actually, San Diego's cool. That. LA, I'm not really fond it's, of. Right, San guys, Diego's I'm gonna have bad. to move on a little bit. So <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, next part of the game. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, all right, next team, the Minnesota Timberwolves. They are currently two and four. Is it time to panic? Panic? Or nah. Yes. They're gonna panic because panic. of what Jimmy Butler's doing to the team. So Jimmy, let me ask y'all this: flexing on them. Do man. you guys think that Jimmy Butler is worth a whopping no. four first round picks oh, from the uh, Houston Rockets? Yes. Yes. That yes. yes. You know why? I don't think so. Because I think because it's NBA is <laughs> NBA is a very win now kind of league. The idea that we had in the past where you build teams up, sustain in, in a way is is lost thinking. I think now in the NBA and the NFL is starting to follow because they want shorter contracts because they realize yeah. teams have a smaller window to win. I think guys are just like, look, hey, I'm willing to give up all what I got now for assets to win now. And but look at. Like I L- teams like LA right now, Golden State when they first started, and look at Boston. They went with the old school model. Let's build and develop, and then they're developing superstars. And then all they have to do is draft or either sign one person. I mean, they signed. They they traded for two super. They signed one superstar. They traded for another superstar. Yeah, kinda, and they're looking to, and, and, they're, and they're looking to trade for another superstar. They're, you're gonna get Antonio Davis. I don't, I don't think you can get that. I don't you think mean Anthony Davis? Anthony, man, Antonio Davis. Damn, that's you keep, you can, that's the second time. 90s Hooper here. Oh, 90s yeah. Hooper. Show my age. Yeah, so I was a Pacer <laughs> fan over here. Right. I think that trend, how you're saying how they not really, it's like a win, a win now type of thing. It is. I think that's the wrong way to go. Well, that's Actually, what LeBron have, pushed for that. 
Actually, like they've been doing it before him, but like he made it like more known. He's he's the problem. What do you mean, Kevin? LeBron is the problem. Going to the Warriors. That was way after. Okay, so you're saying it's before, but LeBron went to the Lakers after. No, no, no. he went. He did the thing with Miami. Miami I'm just, I'm just not feeling how LeBron's moving. I think he's going backwards now, which is okay. He's starting with the young squad of draft picks. Well, I think LeBron is also putting the power in the hands of the players. Yeah, I think which is a player revolution. Which is a revolution. It is honestly, yeah. Well, it's like being a music think, artist. You yeah. can jump to different labels and be like, what am I worth here? What am yeah. I worth here? What's my situation what here? Is that? I, well, now, that's, I, that's different because it's not it's, a team sport as a music artist unless you're in you a group. You bone thugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah unless what, you're in a group. Well, yeah, but, but guess what? But those professional athletes, you know, they have a, a, a short time window. Yeah, they're not they have to maximize. They, they, I mean, they have to maximize as much as they can. Yeah. NBA players be playing the game for 15, 17 years. What are you yeah, talking about? St- I can understand if it was the NFL. The average lifespan of a professional level. athlete is yeah. three to five years. So no more than is, that for basketball. Basketball is like more, 10 minimum. And, right. Well, yeah, and not but all players can do it. Like, NFL no, got better. is three to five years. Yeah, but not all players can be. like. I think what LeBron's done is he put emphasis on the superstars. Like the guys were like, look, if you can command that much money, True. Go get it. Put yourself in a position, and but I think he's he's done that for the guys who are superstars. Now, what he's done, I think he's also elevated the pay for guys because if you think about it, his style of play basically turned into what the NBA has now. Like he was very like, all right, I need shooters. So now you have guys who just specialize in shooting. Yeah. It's like I need guys who defend. You have guys who just defend or defend the rim. I think he specialized the NBA in a way where now you're investing more in a skill set rather than you are in the entire player. But the, you want to hear something funny? So one of the kids I coached, he like brought this up, and I was like, "Dude, that's brilliant!" I didn't think he would think of that. It's like a twelve-year-old kid. He said, "The type of player LeBron James is, he makes bad players better, right? Or let's just say he makes them good, relative. But he takes great players and they become only good players." I disagree with that. I kind I agree with that. I feel like every superstar that has played with him downgraded. Like his user, you know, per goes up. Everyone else goes down or they take a step back. I mean, and then the argument is he's the best player on the planet. That is true. But at the same time, like, if you're a superstar and you're asking for that money, too, like, think about, like, Kevin Love. Kyrie didn't want to be in there anymore. You know, a lot of people are opening up now. They're like, it's hard to play with LeBron. And it's not even the demand. It's just like. It's, it's hard to play with LeBron because people allow him to be that way. Prima Donna. Yeah, they they allow it. Did, did you did you see people do that? Well, did you see people? Did you see Carl Malone? Or, 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 or Patrick Ewan allow Jordan? No. They whipped that boy's ass on the court. Well, I mean, LeBron, when he first... When did I, they whip Michael Jordan? Uh, let me, no. let me just, let me, let <laughs> Have me you just seen make, the Knicks in the Chicago playing Let me just in make the this quick point, then? and then we'll just move on. Oh, my bad. But he's winning. Yeah, he is. He's better. I, I was just going to say that, you know, LeBron in Miami first year, he had to take a backseat to D. Wade and Chris Bosh. No, and he didn't. Was, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. From Miami? He took a backseat to D-Wade for sure. He took a backseat to D-Wade for sure world. in his first year in Miami. He did. That was because that, so yeah, that, that was D-Wade's team. Oh, but yeah. is, that why, is that why they lost? That's why they lost the first championship. And so then, then D-Wade told LeBron, dude, I need you to take over. Like, I need you to be you. So then from second year on, that's when he beasted out. So he's not a closer. You can call it whatever you want to call it. But let's move on to the next team. <laughs> Uh, Shaolin's <laughs> Los Angeles Lakers. Ooh. The Lakers are currently two and four. 
Is it time to panic or no way. Nah. No, no way. And you know why I'm clapping? Because I do not like the Lakers. I don't give a damn who's on the team. I don't care. <laughs> why? That thing, I just mm. don't like that team. Why? So you're like a because they're, they're, because they're a dark yellow cloud on the NBA. Oh, like why? They're like the sunshine to the Brady no, day. I don't oh my like God. No, they're the cloud that blocks the sun. They're, no, wow. I do not like the Lakers. I don't like them. Wow. I just don't. Man. You can thank Kobe and Shaq. In the early 2000s, man. I'm not a Lakers fan. I'm just not. Man. It's dynasty. I'm not as staunch as that, but man. I, not, I do not. Like I mean, that. it's funny how on this panel we have a Yankees fan and a Lakers fan because they're both very popular franchises. You I know? mean, yeah. one they're thing very, I can say about popular it. franchises that people love to hate. I can say this. I was and born no one else this. Can say. I was born as a Laker fan. My favorite player of all time is Magic Johnson. As great as Michael Jordan was, my favorite guy was Magic Johnson. Jeter for me, baby. I got it. I got. I got. My grandmother was a big Jeter fan. God rest her soul. And she made me a big Jeter fan, which eventually became the Yankees. So I, I got a personal. Love I can respect that. I can respect that. You know. So well, so is it a bandwagon? Just following players, team to team. Yep, man. I don't care about that bandwagon stuff. Look, man, it's your <laughs> money. It's your time. At the end of the day, you watch what you want to watch. You root for who you want to root mm-hmm. for. But I'll say this: I do feel Laker fans are more critical than most typical fans. Like, for example, if we win, cool. Thanks, LeBron. If you lose, that's your fault. Like, I feel like that mentality is like there for a I lot agree. of Laker fans. I agree. I agree because it's the same with the Knicks. You're it's a Knicks fan? I'm not. I'm not. I I I, I actually like uh, the Magic. In the sixes. But, oh, okay. I like that. I like but, that. But, but right now, you hmm. know what I'm saying? All you know. That's true, because they blame Carmelo in New York. They're they like, blame Carmelo, all what are you the time. Doing? Exactly. All the time. That makes me sick. That makes me sick. Honestly, yeah. it's not Melo's fault, man. Melo was actually a trooper. Like, he, he ate a rack of bread. No, the Knicks, first of all, the but Knicks. We no championships, though, so. He was a trooper for putting the up all knew the Mello was the gonna be in the, the Knicks knew Melo was going to be in New York. They decided they wanted to go ahead and and trade away all the talent that he would have meshed well with. When I started my you had Gallinari, you had all the cats who went over to well, the Well, you can uh, thank Phil Jackson for that. Phil Jackson's, man, that guy, yeah. he set the Knicks back. I mean, other than drafting Porzingis, he's, he, he did a terrible job in New York. Yeah, I mean, they were okay when they had Jason Kidd and Jeremy Lin. Those first those two years, they yeah. went to the playoffs. What's okay? I mean, they went to the playoffs, they got beat in the first round. But then the year after that... Yeah, that's when it fell apart. They're like the bottom five. But like you said, like, you know, the Knicks, the Lakers are those franchises where making the playoffs isn't good enough. No, you you got to be in the conference finals. You got to win. No, no, you got to win chips. I don't want to hear, like, that's the the gold standard for the Yankees, the Lakers, the Patriots. You know what I'm saying? The Celtics. Like, it's... We play for championships. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't play. It's a dynasty. You're talking, you're talk, I was about to say, you're talking about dynasty teams, though, man. Like, you oh, no, got no. teams that talk about they won 15, 20. Like, the, the Yankees were like 20 something. 27. 20, 27. 27. Like, come on, man. That you're expected Damn. to win now. Yeah, it's the standard. So, and just, the Lakers like, just won like the 16. Lakers. You know what I'm saying? If you're a Lakers fan and you have the greatest player in the world, you're I mean, expecting you to expect win. You expect to win. It's like, look, we've yeah. had the greatest player in the world before. We've had Kobe. We've had Magic. We've had Kareem. What are you going to do? We've had Wilt. Elgin Shaq. Baylor. They've all... Elgin Baylor. Thank you. Yeah. George Jerry Mikan, West. if you want to go even further. Jerry, Jerry West. West. They've, They've all, all right. won. Bill McAdoo. Yeah, and then that's the reason why like those fan bases, like the Yankees and Lakers, when they've, been, yeah, when they've been losing for so long, like it's like foreign to them, you know? It's like they don't know how to, you know, navigate through that. And I know for a fact the Fox loves LeBron. She wants to see him do well. Right, Fox? I do love LeBron. Okay. I think he's a very good player. He is a very good player. The GOAT. 
win the points. You shouldn't have went to the Lakers, LeBron. <laughs> All right, no, All right guys, moving on. Next team, we got the Oklahoma City Thunder. They are okay. currently one and four. Is it time to panic or nah? They're okay because Westbrook's not playing. <laughs> That's why they're losing. Well, Westbrook uh, came back, Westbrook so that's the reason why they were they were able to win basket. that one game. You seen that? Yeah, yeah, that was that was <laughs> kind of funny. Yeah, that was funny. Funny. He's a funny. Dude. She sent me a video today. It was mm-hmm. like when you be hitting the J in the cut. Because <laughs> <laughs> all sneaking, he's all leaning over, eating a sandwich in the cut. All right, well, <laughs> is it is it time to panic or no? No. In the West, yes. I think when you're a team, yeah. When you're, when yeah, you're a team I, like I OKC, would say I would say it's time to panic. Mm-hmm. When you're but a team you, like OKC and you have you you made a big signing with Paul George, you let Carmelo go. You really feel and you made the playoffs last year. I think the pressure for you to be that team that you thought you were going to be is a lot bigger. And especially in the West, where there are a lot of good teams, you really can't afford to be giving away games like this. We saw last year, you know, and obviously not the same conference, but the Wizards gave away a lot of games to, to easy teams and mm-hmm. ended up finishing eighth. All they had to do was, you know, win a couple of those, and they would have been seventh seed playing an injured Boston Celtics team. Could have possibly it would have been a better matchup. But, you know, you can't you can't go around and be like, oh, it's only three games. Oh, they, no, they need to turn it up. You trade Bradley Beal for Lonzo Ball, Ingram, and a draft pick. Bro, ain't nobody trading. Okay. Bradley Beal for Lonzo Ball. Ain't nobody... LeVar Ball wouldn't even do that. Nobody in this town is making any trades of any sort, okay? That's it. Oh, because uh, Ernie doesn't know how to trade. Because Ernie true. is an idiot. Moving on. And the last team, the Houston Rockets are currently 1-4. Is it time to panic or nah? I say yes. I say yes. Again, yes. I say if you're yes. Saying, if if I Cotton say no. Man is saying OKC, Houston's in trouble because I say no. They they're missing defensive players. Yeah, they lost two defenders to sign. Noah well, all they have to no do defense. is trade for Jimmy Butler and, and Jimmy give Butler. up those four round picks. Mm. <laughs> Some of all these teams with high expectations have losing records, man. Because they have What's to beat the on? Warriors. Because everyone is competing with the Warriors. That's so why everyone's and creating no a defense. super team to an extent. I mean, which is fine. You know, it's it's hmm. the evolution of what the game is right now. You're gonna play with the best. You got to beat the best too. You know. Yeah. Warriors didn't cause four losses though. Then we what? Yeah, it's not like he did. Yeah. Losses out of that four. Great point. It's not like they played the Warriors those four games and lost. You know they what's funny? What well, everything that's play? going on? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Who, yeah, you the sports guy. Who who they lose to? Oklahoma. Oklahoma, man. Let's 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 go real quick. Well, regardless, Let me check I the mean, box score. Did they lose? I mean, let's 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 do it right now. If they lost to any playoff teams. It's understandable. I'm willing to kind of, but if they lost to the teams that have no that have no business in the playoffs, it's like, you know, <laughs> yeah, you're starting off the year wrong. Yeah, you yeah. know, like, <laughs> but, you got a problem right there. Right, but there's a lot of basketball left to play, you know, and um, I think Le- I don't know if LeBron will get it turned around this year because honestly, I think he has a team full of bums except for Kuzma mm-hmm. and Josh Hart's Kuzma's pretty good. Nice. Josh so, Hart's pretty good, but I think he has like Ingram to me hasn't really shown me anything. I know everyone's like, oh, he potential, he has this, that, and that. I don't think, I don't think he's, he hasn't shown me anything. Like, he's not, he doesn't show me as much as Jason Tatum. So, it's here are the teams that the Thunder have lost to thus far. They've lost to the Warriors, Clippers, hmm. Kings, and Celtics. Okay, so that's three, fair. Three of five. Yeah, and they and lost. that's without their superstar. Right, exactly. But then they were able to muster up a win against the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. But then again, that's the Phoenix Suns. But, you know, I So, mean, two of them, you just said right there, are. Yeah. 
supposedly going to be in the next final, Celtics and Lakers. Mm-hmm, exactly. You so. know. What? Hold on. Say that again. Celtics and Lakers. You mean they the beat final. the Clippers? You mean in 2020, Celtics, Lakers, you know 2020. Saying, being in the finals, the Celtics and Lakers, they lost to them. Yeah. So that's okay. And you don't have your superstar. As simple no. as that. No. Utah Jazz. Utah's nice. She's jazz. Jazz fan Spider now. Mitchell. You're a jazz fan now? Yes. How did that last happen? Year. How did that happen? Was last year. I, I, I want to hear she, the genesis as to how you became a jazz fan. the way they play ball. Yeah, yeah. I like how they played and it okay. was good. And they got farther than they had. It seemed like, oh, they're, they're kind of on their on the rise. Yeah, they're a young team okay. together. And she thinks Donovan Mitchell's cute. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. She probably fell in no, love with uh, Ricky Rubio's Goldilocks. Right. Yeah, Ricky his flowing locks. She finds Rudy Gobert attractive. The Stifle Tower. Oh man, there goes that perception again. Like man, all these dudes ugly. They speaking, suck. They speaking of perception, um, since you brought up the skins earlier, I love that uh, Adrian Peterson is defying you know age and gravity all at once. <laughs> Twenty six carries, one hundred forty nine yards, two total touchdowns. How old is he? Thirty three. Hey, like there's a lot of left. teams that are pissed that they didn't get him. Eagles. They could have signed him. Well. There's a lot well, of teams. well, to heck with them. Yeah, they didn't want. So. They didn't believe in AP. No, it's not even that. Like all the detractors came out and said, "Oh, you know, this guy's too old. I don't think he can hit the hole hard as he used to." But do you let him walk next year? Or are you paying him? I think you bring him back next year. Yes. On a you bring short him, deal. You bring him back next year to ease Geis in. You you got to ease Geis back. So that's what I would do. But hey, we're five and two, two and zero in the NFC East, five and one in the NFC. So exactly, I want to say that he's probably the best, one of the better people that we've brought on as far as like a big name, but like an older guy that we thought was like you know like a rusty piece. We'll just bring him in. Like yeah, he yeah, we, he sloughed off the rust pretty fast. Mm-hmm. And Look, he did pretty good. I'll be Compared a realist. Like Donovan McNabb or somebody, you know, it's like ugh. I'll be a realist with the skins. They do well. The seasons they do well at the beginning, they flop right before playoffs. So. They need to trade for Kobe and we can close We're games. We're happy for the good times now. <laughs> okay, all right. So this marks the end of the uh, Grand Report. <laughs> this marks the end of our show. Make sure you follow us on the Gram at the Fresh Delivery Show. Make sure you hit that like button and that follow button if there's something you like. You know what? You can actually go back and listen to the older shows and re-like those too. Hey. Especially since we got one of the callers, D from Boston. He was on an uh, episode, I believe it was in March, with the Fox and Pinky, who's... Uh, What's up, Pinky? Who's out there? Hey. <laughs> I didn't make it seem like, like she's out there, but you know what I mean? She's, she's out. out in the world. She's listening she's right now. She's doing that. All right. <laughs> Let me get my foot out of my mouth. But anyway, y'all want to plug? Do your thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm still going to keep promoting it, still going to keep talking about it. Make sure you get out and vote. You know what I'm saying? November yes, 6th. Yes. Come out and vote. Check your status. Make sure you can vote. Make sure you're registered. You know, a lot of people feel like their vote doesn't count, but I say it like this. If you don't vote, you don't have a say. True. You know, whether you vote for whoever or write in a vote, you don't really have a say. So, church, go go out and vote. Do your thing. Yep. True that. Just to piggyback off of that real quick, if you are not registered, you can register to vote and vote during early voting on the same day. So, if you go in from now to, like, November second i want to say november 1st november 1st then you can vote early voting you can register and vote at the same time at early voting sites so it's not necessarily it's anywhere like if you're passing by you can vote there also 
Get uh, get ready for Dirty 30. I know we've talked about it before, but you really should be getting hyped because it's about to blow your mind. And really, we are going to be getting deep into your mind. <laughs> that sounds so naughty. Wow. <laughs> like eargasms or something. <laughs> That makes me want to come on the show. Hey, this was this was wow, fun. Wow, you would say the word "come on the show," huh? <laughs> Whoa! Please do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gonna be interesting. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Hey, this this Jeez. was fun though, man. This was this was tight. We have to do this again, man. So I appreciate you having me on. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. Sorry, I left off at uh, you know the dirty thirty thing, but uh, yeah. In all in all seriousness, um, yeah, please. Go out and vote, and uh, just just be good to others. That's it. HTTR, baby. Yeah, that too. HTTR. Yeah. So thanks for OTE, baby. Thanks for checking out the Fresh Delivery Show. You can check us out on our <laughs> on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. I'm your host, Diesel, aka Shaolin Fantastic, and we're out. Peace, y'all. Good night, everybody. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for checking us out on the Fresh Delivery Show. You can listen to us on other episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and now Spotify, whichever one you like. Make sure you like one of them or all of them. Make sure you follow us on the gram at The Fresh Delivery and on Facebook, The Fresh Delivery Show. And if there's something you like, hit that heart or like. Maybe you get it once, twice, anything that's nice. Yeah.